Gonna say that what? How best? And welcome to the Christmas special of the Dunna Say That Post podcast. The Brexmas special, we're going to be calling this. Sponsored by the old slag on the sign at Trio Furnishings. Joining me this week... We're going with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. why not? Why not? Anyone like to sponsor us, get in touch. Joining me this week is Dan Boyles, Jack Nickel, and Dan Vaughan. Hi Kev. I do. Hey, hey, hey. This is an odd feeling, we've not done it for six months maybe. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's not feeling after that long. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it back in, didn't you? Thumb it in. <laughs> add Thumbing. one line, add one line, you've used it. <laughs> Get it trending, hashtag a thumbing in a softy. <laughs> we should probably announce that uh, Dan's currently ill. I'm not ill, I'm perfectly fine, so I've got a bit of a, a wicked throat at the minute. Wicked, what? It's a bit of a sexy voice. That's what you sound like after 33 strapsels in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> He's going after all Bublé's gigs at Christmas, isn't he? That cunt can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he works less than Santa. He reorders the tracks every year. <laughs> yeah. Brings out the same albums, reordered track listing. Yeah, it's got to be on it. Mm. Maybe just puts a bit of it's extra got... few bells on it every year or something. One, Put a donk on, on it. On the <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gets called out in a few. He's just got like a really horrible undertone to his life in a few years. Like he's seen whiter than white. Well, his kid did have cancer. Shall we move on? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you brought that up. He, he retired everything. because his kid had cancer, and then the next Christmas he's come back. Well, hopefully that's a good thing, and it means his kid's but, sound. Uh, like, don't say you're retiring. Just say oh, I'm going to take a break while my kid's got cancer. Hmm. People retire all the time and come back, mate. Wankers. Daniel Bryant. Yeah. Scalzi. Scalzi. This podcast. <laughs> Did we retire? Well, we were asked to. <laughs> <laughs> then no one was going to pay us a pension. Can't keep us down, though, can you? The old slag from Trio didn't want to pay us a pension. No, I've seen faded sign. I've seen Paul Scalzi's little knob. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so as we've been away for so long, it's probably best that we recap everything we've missed. So we've had quite a busy few months. We've got from July. So in July, we celebrated mediocrity like only England can by declaring the World Cup 2018 a success. After blasting through a group containing chocolatiers, canal builders and fake sunglasses salesmen, we struggled against the bastardry of Colombia before bowing out in extra time to Luka Modric Basically, a one-man team. We had a few... Uh... That Trippier goal, that's probably the best moment of my year, though. I'd oh, say. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time I was like, hey, you know what? This this could be the one. Mm. Yeah, Southgate made us dream again. And he also brought waistcoats back, which is which is great for the uh, posh gentleman. I still think next World Cup will be smashing, though, because all them players are pretty young. Mm. So it's pretty much the same team, bar Ashley Young and he's dog shit. Yeah, uh, no, uh, Walker's the oldest, 27. He's Ashley Young was squad. the oldest. No, in the last squad, sorry. Oh. Good stuff. For the Wayne, first Wayne time... Wayne Rooney was. Sorry. <laughs> Anything else to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For the first time since the, those postcards you used to get from Blackpool with the smutty jokes on, the sun actually shone in the UK this summer and was the hottest since 1976. Tip Monday was declared for 16 straight weeks to the point I actually got bored of looking at them. Uh, there was also more boring Brexit shit and people were quitting over the proposed deal in part of the government. Yeah. 
Go. Fucking Brexit. Go fuck yourselves. We're then into August. They say arguing with people on the internet is like having a YouTube boxing match. Even if you win, you're still a bellend. <laughs> KSI drew with Logan Paul, declaring them both each as obtuse as each other. And Brexit was still going on. <laughs> September, the human Penfold lookalike, Rupert Murdoch, sold shares of Sky for $11 billion. Presumably will spend these on finding the fountain of youth. And Brexit was still going on. Still. October, there was a royal wedding. Uh, probably about time we sack them off now. They were just a couple of nobodies, like B characters in a really shit film. Uh, and Brexit was still going on. Perhaps we should have got the royals to have a look at that. No. Do you reckon if no. we get big enough, we can actually take over and just fuck the royals off? We should have a fucking revolution just eat the queen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably a bit dusty now, mate. There's some swingers clubs that do that. <laughs> Shane got a car. Shane put no car keys in the fishbowl. We pay the chariot keys. I've seen that picture of her driving a Range Rover. Bollocks. We pay Photoshop. 52p a year, don't we, to keep the Queen in her house? Do Yeah. About the same st- price as a stamp, mate, which got a face on. I know. Which one would you rather lick? <laughs> <laughs> it's the back of me, Rob, a minute. So into November, medical cam- cannabis was legalised, which is great for people who need it to live. <laughs> Gaz was cleared of a sex charge which we all knew he was innocent from day one because there was no DNA and obviously he's a renowned dribbler, so he'd left some. Stanley, <laughs> Stanley was killed by Thanos in the first film. Will he return in the second? We don't know. Wait and find out. Dominic Raab resigned over the Brexit report he basically wrote, um, which is quite an interesting move when you have to resign over something you've written because you don't support it. It's like on his Twitter, that is. <laughs> <laughs> And as we're recapping, boys, do we want to talk about our season one moment now, or do we want to save that for a little bit later? Bring that back, yeah. Yeah, do that now then, December. News. (laughs) Done spoken. We're doing it now. What are we doing? Top three. Top three or just top one? Just your favourite moment. I can't remember much, to be fair. Mm. Your favourite moment from season one. I don't feel like you'd listen to them back, mate, but it's fine. I listened to all of them, to be fair. Oh, he listens to the ones Dan Dan Vaughan famously only listens to the one he's on. (laughs) Big time. So we know we've got one hit on this episode. Prime prime time Vaughan. (laughs) I reckon probably my favourite moment was uh, Jordan Henderson. Oh, yeah, actually. Phoning up up our mate. It's like countdown here in the studio. I'm just confirming that I've got the same answer with Nick Hewitt. (laughs) It's written down. It's written yeah, down. Yeah, nine points. It's either that or Tyson saying he can knock Tracy Beaker out. <laughs> <laughs> both, both of which are Johnny who's not with us tonight. It's not dead. My <laughs> other one I'd like to put out there is, is with Johnny again was um, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, <laughs> basically everything that's created like prime content <laughs> that you've not had to listen to 40 minutes of nonsense to get to. Still can't listen to that song properly either. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> But you, Dan. Uh, definitely Jack's uh, big tip moment. <laughs> she just remind us. What's her name? Daniela. Uh, bad bar. Bad, 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 bad. Cash me outside. <laughs> she got H after the B on both. Easy for you to say. <laughs> bad, 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 Is that official? It's alright, someone's just ringing my door. Oh, cool. Somebody knocking at your door. Saved by the bell. <laughs> Somebody ringing the bell. So, yeah, I mean, is she old enough yet that I can say she's got no, distance? I don't, no, I don't. You've said it again. <laughs> Series three will be laughing. <laughs> I was going to say, we're six months on. I think she's now 15 and a half. Beautiful. Yeah, three more years till we see a porno, so we're all right. 
Shall we go into December? <laughs> <laughs> Probably best. <laughs> okay, so Dan, would you like to uh, kick us off with what you've got for December? Yeah, so I guess unless you're living under a rock, you'll have uh, you'll have heard about Nick. The rock, living on the rock. Well, the rock's quite an interesting <laughs> point. Nick is the cow. I don't know if you boys had pick, picked up on this earlier in the month. The steroid cow. So yeah, there's cow in Australia that sponsors the podcast. Oh no. Avid <laughs> <laughs> listener. So yeah, there's cow in Australia that sort of. Massive, it stood with a, a herd of much smaller cows. And uh, technically, it's a steer, it's not a cow. But it was posted the farm in Western Australia and it has been saved from slaughter because it was too big to fit in the abattoir. My guy. <laughs> Which, so it's good to have a fat friend. Nick stands at six foot four and weighs in at 220 stone. This sounds like a WWE entrance. So it should be a fucking linebacker coming out of. For the listeners. That's the same height as The Rock, and about the same weight as your mum. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. But I, I, saw, I just thought it was... Yeah, I saw the picture. Story. It does really look like a pig among guinea pigs, doesn't it? It's amazing. <laughs> a bit like your mum. <laughs> Way to alienate half the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not your mum, the listener's mum. Oh, okay, yeah. Have that. Bastards. Wear that. Tell a friend. Stick it in your blog. Okay, so Fury Wilder. Oh. Like, was there a boxing match that actually got a result over the last few months? They all seem to be draws. No. 12 to 1 the draw was on this fight. 12 to 1. Yeah. So in theory, every... Well, they've got to make their margin, so every 13 fights mm. is a draw. The only fight I can think that actually had a decision, it wasn't boxing, but in the UFC, Habib, obviously... Uh, choked out McGregor. Choked out McGregor and shut him up. Made it, made him humble. <laughs> but yeah, Fury... Dude, Fury. selling whiskey now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's I'm gone monster. beyond UFC now. He's like a brand, isn't he, an enterprise by himself. So he's a real winner. Do you reckon he'll be in wrestling at some point? Do you reckon he'll go down that rousy route? I don't know. He's always been keen. He's He spoke like pretty well about WWE. I know he said he'd slap each and every one of them, but <laughs> uh, he's always had a lot of respect for Vince McMahon, hence the Vince McMahon walk yeah. into the cage. Right, and little things like that. With, uh, Diaz. I, I, I think he should have done that instead of the Floyd Mayweather thing. If Diaz would have been clever, because Diaz. That's uh, a big question, though, isn't it? Yeah, he's a fucking moron. The, thing is, the UFC wouldn't put up the kind of money that he was he was ever going to make against yeah. Floyd. So Diaz, Diaz is on the down now, though, isn't he? He's, I know he's struggling. He's lost his, lost his last couple of fights. I think. Mm. I don't know if there'd be any interest in it now. Yeah. I don't know if he's if he's corporate enough to cut it in the WWE. I think it'd be immense in he's the got WWE. A great business in. mind, but I think whereas sort of the CM Punk angle where he it sort of worked shoots, I feel like he's just going to go in there and fucking annoy people. I, I think he'd be really good. I think he cut promos really well, but in ring, I think he's just far too small. You look at wrestlers in the ring who look small compared to other wrestlers, but the smaller wrestler out of the two would like dwarf. Like Conor McGregor, they're just like they're absolutely huge. Like Daniel Bryan's not that big. No, he's so gifted, he's though, isn't he? Next to yeah. the man, he's I dwarfed him. You, you still? <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that one to myself. It's okay. No, you cat would. <laughs> politics well, pantomime. Then well, down we've got Fury down here. Wilder, we didn't really touch. <laughs> well, yeah. So I was talking about the politics pantomime of Fury Wilder. <laughs> 
you know, like there was talk that they were sort of having these press conferences where they're going head to head and threatening to like, what what was, what did Fiore, kept calling him a dosser, didn't Dossa. he? Kept calling him a dosser. Apparently they're having a beer after the press conference. Uh, which kind of like sat on the same thing. sofa, weren't they? Yeah, as a way to go in for the press conference. Yeah, yeah. So, isn't it? yeah, it is. It just feel. I think they just like some of the, you know, punters who are paying twenty quid a fight. They actually want to see a bit of hatred. It's how you hype the card up, isn't it, to make sure people are That's buying. It. They I get a percentage get, of that, so they're selling caught, it. Being friendly before a fight's unforgivable, really. Yeah, I think everyone knows that ultimately, once it's all said and done. Business, Unless you really it? fucking hate each other, you're gonna, gonna you have that admir- admiration for one another, mm. respect the profession a bit. Yeah, don't that's you? it. Yeah. But yeah, don't don't get caught having a beer before the fucking fight. So, in terms of another sort of fight that's going on at the minute with politics, what are our, what are our thoughts with what's going on with with the whole of Brexit? I know it's a big animal to try and dissect in, you know, five it- minutes. I think Bite, for the most but... part, it's 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 flawed from the get go because if you look at the at the at the de- degrees that um, the members of Parliament have, it's all, it's it's business, business, law, 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 business. So it doesn't really represent um, society. Like there's no doctors, there's no engineers, there's no representation of society as a whole. So, and then you go to a vote about like I'll be honest, I didn't, I'm not qualified to vote on whether, you know, we should leave the EU or not, you know, and I'm reasonably educated. So mm. what the fuck are all these, like, can everyone I've, I've got a B in GCSE maths. I want an I egg and spoon know, race like, once. You, you, have this, you have this vote on this, like, massively important thing, and and how many of the population are actually educated to, to vote on this? It's just like... They get caught up on the really small details. They'll yeah, pick a detail yeah. of one of the sides that they can relate to, and, these and they'll just go gun ho on one side. They're paid like an extortionate like salary to make important decisions. Yeah. So you fuck off and make the important decision. Do what's best for the country. Thing is, they do it because whatever happens now, if it goes tits up, it's like you voted for this. Yeah, you you as a whole voted for this, so you can't blame us. Uh, David so, Cameron's mm. not getting anywhere near enough fucking stick for like basically. Buying votes by offering the the UKIP back as the yeah. the referendum, and then when it didn't go his way, he just fucking washed his hand, washed his hands a bit and fucked off. He's a you know I, I don't know how much Viagra he's rubbed on his face, but he's a fucking hard face bastard. <laughs> he really is. Like some of the stuff he's like on his Twitter about like not quitting and stuff, and like he was fucking straight out of dodge, wasn't he? Mm. Last beamer out of Saigon as soon as he could. <laughs> fucking Johnson. yeah, exactly. Just sort of fucked off as soon as he could. We're at a point now where, obviously, we've got a deal on the table. It sounds, again, I'm not really privy of what the deal consists of. But Any idea what backstop means other than, like... A, it's a guy who stops the... Yeah. Thing. It's the guy behind the wicketkeeper, isn't it? <laughs> Apparently, he's not very happy. Yeah, because yeah, so, I've just hit their main bowler for six, So, yeah, mate. We've, got, we've, got this, we've got this problem now where, like, people who live in Northern Ireland work in Ireland... People who work in, live in Ireland, work in Northern Ireland. They don't want it to be a case where, like, because Ireland will still be part of the EU, that make, that effectively makes that a hard border, like going to France. Mm. It's how there's a freedom of movement between those two countries. Well, the, the issue is, it, like, the, we grew up in a time where fucking Irish conflict was probably coming towards the end of its, its sort of spell, but it was fucking horrid, really. Oh, it was around 96, was it, the Good Friday Agreement? Um, it was, I know it was on a Friday. <laughs> it was a Good Friday too. Yeah, well, when is Good Friday? 
It's whenever you, whenever the moon decides it is. <laughs> Every Friday's a good Friday because I have the weekend off. Crunchies. <laughs> but so yeah, I think having that if a hard border comes back, obviously we're going to have that. They've already they've already spoke about having a soft border, a little bit like Gibraltar, where people live in Gibraltar but still work in Spain. Yeah, and like thousands of people. It's it's an arsehole, though, mate, to do that. Like that would it it wouldn't work like easily for for working. Yeah, because it's such a faff to 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 get into to Gibraltar is really easy, but because Spain wants Gibraltar, it's really difficult to get from Gibraltar into Spain and make it an arsehole. It's like coming back from Shrewsbury where they have to count to make sure you haven't got six fingers <laughs> to make sure you can get back into Telford. But the, the issue is to have a soft border, I think the Northern head. Ireland would need to stay in the EU <laughs> because the, the deal doesn't allow for yeah. freedom of movement, which appeases all the UKIP voters because they don't want any more any more foreigners, Johnny foreigners over here looking after the Europe sick. Yeah, like coming in and being doctors and looking after us. But... They uh, they also yeah you, if you're out of the you won't be able to move across borders as, as easily yeah in terms of the deals we've got on the table we've obviously got the option of taking this deal that's being put forward which doesn't sound like a good deal um, no deal at all fucking which I think we have to just take whatever box we've picked out of the twenty four yeah and then the banker rings and offers us his trade <laughs> and then we've got the option of a second vote like a people's vote. So a lot of people who backed us to leave are against a people's vote because apparently democracy is a single point in time two years ago. Yeah. And we're not allowed to change our minds. So it's uh, basically like, sorry, it's uh, basically, oh, after you, after you, pal. I was going to say, how many of the old cunts that fucking voted leave have died since then? Though? That's a good point, yeah. A couple of years ago, it's it's changing. There's 16-year-olds who are 18 year olds as well 18 now. now. That would be able to vote and the, the young population obviously voted more in favour of Staying in the in the EU in the single market, and and David Schneider, who's who was in um, Alan Partridge, he's a guy who smelt Alan's <laughs> cheese. If you yeah. remember him, made a really good point in terms of an analogy. Is it so? Like on a Tuesday, you decide you're going for a picnic on Sunday. Like, do you if it's pissing down on Sunday, do you still go because you made the decision to go on Tuesday, <laughs> or do you then rethink because yeah, you found yeah. out that there's something changed? And I know I've kind of butchered it a little bit there as to the the, the sort of way he portrayed it. No, you got your point. But he und- but that. In, in a nutshell, it's right, you know, democracy is a moving feast and people who voted leave might have changed their minds now Now that they can see we're basically just going to get knobbed up the arse. I, I think a lot of people who voted leave just thought, literally, the next day we're out of Europe, then that's it. I don't think they realised just... Tell us somewhere warm. It, it's like two, it's like two, three-year process before they do anything. Uh, the Commons is obviously just in total fucking chaos at the minute and... Uh... Every day, there's yet more fucking like annoyingly ridiculous stories. Like you couldn't write them. So like, last week, I think it was that Lloyd Russell Moyle, so a man with too many surnames, attempted to remove the ceremonial mace, and uh, so that's required to be in place because some fucking draconian reasons that show. It's like King Arthur with the sword and the stone. You have to, you have to spray it in someone's eyes if they <laughs> unruly. <laughs> But it's, it's something to do with the Queen, so it's, it belongs to the Queen and it has to be there for any laws or motions to be passed. Uh, You'd think we'd be past all this make-believe We're a little bit archaic, aren't we, at times in this country? Crazy. It's quite nice having traditions, but then other times it is a little I'm bit archaic. Daft, isn't it? Unfortunately, his attempt sort of had the vigour of a man that's openly suffering from HOV. And uh, it was swiftly taken away from him by a little old lady. 
But <laughs> like this, this is a man who uh, probably a month ago stood up in Commons and openly admitted he's got HIV and the struggles that he faces on a daily basis. And then he sort of just totally undermined like the good work he's done there by just being petulant and <laughs> trying, to, trying to grab the big metal pole. It's almost like now it, it's like a who can throw the most dirt at the other people. So, like, mm. there was this thing with Corbyn yesterday about calling May a stupid woman or something. <laughs> and, like, somebody's even put, oh, I'm not sure if he did it, but if he didn't do it, oh. he should still apologise for the confusion. And it's like, well, no, if you've interpreted no. something, then why is he apologise? I'm sorry if you may have been a <laughs> Yeah, like a passive-aggressive kind of apology. I'm sorry if you're stupid enough not to realise. Oh, but like, they're all they're all as bad as each other, aren't they? They're all just fucking it idiots. It shouldn't even be news, that. It shouldn't no. even be on the telly. It's ridiculous. If, whether he said stupid woman or stupid people, he's fucking right. Like, it's the only time, like, this year I've agreed with anything a politician said. I think they're all lying bastards, to be fair, mate. Yeah. Like literally, they can finger the old population yeah. with someone as soon as someone yeah. calls them stupid, they're offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why, why is that the biggest issue today? Like, mm. fucking, it's we're, just, we're three months off the biggest thing that's happened in in a generation to our country. It's all just to deflect eyes yeah. off it, isn't it? And they're all having two weeks off now. Ideal. Yeah, fat salary as well. Mm. Bastards. While we're on this subject about sort of how like PC things have become, shall we talk about the two things that sort of have come up over the last couple of days, which is Santa becoming gender neutral <laughs> and also like vegans protesting in restaurants where people are eating meat or in supermarkets where people are eating meat? This was going to be my slate. I think... Uh, shall we save that one? Then? No, 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 it's, it's open now. Okay. Right. As I, just, I don't like Piers Morgan, he made a good point because he was asking me, so are your, are your pet, do your parents eat meat? Like, do you get your placards out at Christmas dinner if your dad's got a turkey on? No. So, like, why is, why is it okay yeah. to do it with someone's, like, worked hard all week, paid good money to go out and have something nice to eat? They're in Waitrose as well. Like, you, you're not going to fucking change anyone's mind in Waitrose, are you? Yeah. You just, you're just fueling the stereotype that vegans are fucking dickheads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other thing as well, Waitrose is obviously a very strategic place to go because you're not going to go and stand in Lidl in front of fat cars and her six kids and stop them having their fucking turkey twizzlers, are you? She's going to fucking knock you, knock you <laughs> flying, isn't she? Vegans are probably in favour for turkey twizzlers because there ain't much meat. <laughs> to be fair, no, it's all twizzle, in it? <laughs> what about Santa then? What do we think? It's oh, another ridiculous thing. Nobody's got a fucking problem with if, being if, a man. If they change that, this made-up thing... Goes from a man to just a person, so he's going to look like action man, all smooth down south. <laughs> I'm going to make it my job to tell every kid in the world he's fucking fake anyway. <laughs> so I'll ruin it for fucking everybody. Dan's big concern is if Santa's got a cock, which no, I've never I, looked at it from that angle. It, uh, <laughs> but it's 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 an interesting and good is, angle. No, well, no one that angle. <laughs> no, tea bag. No one's seen Santa naked anyway. So you don't know Mrs. Claus might have. You don't know, you you don't don't know anything about my upbringing. Well, that's the other thing. He's like, Miss, there's Mrs. Claus as well. So what's that make him? Change her. She's the fucking He's antichrist. He's out of work. He expects his dinner on the table when he gets home. Yeah, Christmas and he works one day a year. Million people. Tonight. <laughs> the biggest problem is just too many people get offended over fuck all, well, and like, it's no, that it's, it's a fad at the minute to be offended. It's a cool it's on trend. Not, yeah, it's think, on trend to be offended. Like, that can be offensive. It's just like I'm going to fucking stir up some nonsense. I think people. Exactly Scroobius Pip made a good point this week about uh, like feminists and LGBT campaigners don't give a shit about the gender of a snowman or Santa. Like, 
Well, snowman can only be a man. Sure. <laughs> Depends where you put the carrot. <laughs> well, well, any carrot, surely. In the ass, though. <laughs> it depends, that could yeah, be anyone. Why are you? Why are you building it? <laughs> but Muslims aren't trying to ban you from putting the Christmas lights on the on the Oh, that's days, ridiculous, isn't it? Call it Winterfest. Share if you think it's a disgrace. Like all of these, all that sort of rubbish. All of these things are made up to like demean and demonise the positive things that these campaign groups are actually doing. Mm. Like some things that vegan campaign groups are doing are, are perfectly sound, like preventing animal cruelty. But don't fucking tell them, like come and make uh, an issue out of someone's choice to eat meat. Thing like, is, that the way animals are produced now, they're, they're farmed, so it's no different really from farming vegetables because they're mass farmed. It's not like we're just going to run out of chickens tomorrow because we're eating chicken nuggets. They're mass-farmed for food now. We're top of the food chain. If we yeah. found a way cleverly to be able to ki- breed these animals in captivity so it makes it easier than having to chase them around the countryside. Mm. Things, there's still wild animals that are around. Like, yeah. No one's I going out. Thing, like, the, the animals that the vegans are sort of trying to protect by protesting in the likes of Waitrose and, and Lidl. Are, uh, <laughs> like, if people stopped eating these animals, farms wouldn't farm them and they're... St- sort of populations would very quickly decrease and yeah. decrease and decrease to a point where likes of cattle and uh, like sheep and pigs wouldn't actually survive like in a the chicken, numbers that they do naturally. You can't tell me a chicken out in the wild would be like a hunter-gatherer. No, no, no. The, the chicken ain't going <laughs> With down. With a little basket. Like, <laughs> like going up... Collecting seed. Going up fucking smashing deers on the ads with a fucking club <laughs> and pecking them. Like, they're not like... The only way they're getting fed now... Is by like seed from farmers. That's our only resource for food. They're literally, it's it's crazy. Same can be said for humans as well. Like I wouldn't fancy my chances having to go and kill something in the wild. Dan's good on Red Dead. But oh yeah, that's fucking, a, that's a good point. Fucking my bridge now. My my, <laughs> I guess my takeaway point from that little discussion like, just don't believe everything you read in the media so it's yeah. so do, do some more. research don't, go out don't have a look about a bit have a look about a bit read a book I swim the ocean see these flip flops around my head I think just fucking consume less media and make your own mind about shit and just don't get offended by things if you don't understand if you can't think critically, critically and analyse something don't instantly get offended. So if somebody puts a post up saying they're selling gluten-free tinsel, <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm offending people with coliac disease. Do you know Ricky how Gervais fa- says it best? He says, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Spot on. Yeah. And just because you're offended doesn't mean anyone gives a fuck either. Being offended is a test of your own human emotion. Yeah. Majority, not what has actually been posted. Do you posted. know how Flat Earth Theory started? <laughs> I know like, this is people like taking one look at something and going... Yes, I've read it, so it's true. That's what I believe. It was a guy who was just trolling someone and came up with these like basic things like, well, if you pour water onto a golf ball, what's round, like the earth, the water falls off. So if the <laughs> yeah. world's yeah. round, where, why is there water on it? Mm. Got you. And people have gone and just gone, oh, yeah, ha, 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 and then like got ran with like it. And goose. then like, he's just like... <laughs> like a goose donkey. <laughs> like, even if you think about it, it's like... All the people who do flight patterns around the world, like everyone who does anything, NASA, why would they all be lying? They're, they're all not, in on it, mate. They're like, we'll pay everyone to keep quiet, and then that? we'll keep all the money to ourselves. You saw that map we got on like episode six? I wasn't on that episode, so no. Oh, right. <laughs> he didn't listen to it either. Showtime player. 
Talk I don't, I don't. Talk, talk through the map, mate. So episode, I don't know if it was episode six, but one of our listeners sent us a... Uh, yeah, I was there. license. <coughs> a flat map. Sent us a flat map, proof that the, the earth flat. is flat. Well, there you go. Not the 3D puzzle maps. But that, oh, that's, that's a globe, I don't know. Some maps have pages, though. <laughs> you can't flip the... <laughs> I'm in this place, I'm going to flip the page and I'm going to end up in another place. Well, that's night, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> These people, again, are to be ridiculed and ignored, I think. Yeah. If, if the world was order. flat... <laughs> if the world was flat, you could walk, look outside your bedroom window and you'd see Kilimanjaro, because it's fucking taller than your house, so no, you would see it. <laughs> yeah. It's bigger than a reek, and I can see that from my house. <laughs> Stupid dicks. Yeah. Jose... Perfect, yeah. So, Joe, oh, yeah, so we're, we're quite fresh with some news here, aren't we? Fresh. Yeah, yes. The next two items. Yesterday, was Pretty it? Much hot yesterday yeah. the day before yesterday. Wednesday. Yeah. It's gone after just under just under three years. Absolutely gutted years. I am, being a Liverpool fan. I think he's, he's been stitched up a little bit because he was given, I think, an extra year on his contract last year. And you'd sort of think that if that's the case, you either give him the extra year and the players he wants... If you or back you him, you back him fully. And you, or you don't give him the extra year and you don't give him the players he wants. So it seems a bit peculiar in that sense. And I think you know, when he come in, he was sort of like, he's like, win at all costs. Like, he's a, he's a sure, a sure, like, it's just a sure thing he's he, going to win. He's the yeah. man you're going to get him for three years to win you the league a couple yeah. of times while you try and get someone else. But then you look at, like, Moyes successful before he come to United. Van Gaal very successful before he come to United. You've got three Jose, top managers Jose, and Jose, they've done the nothing. successful out of the three before he come to United. Like, maybe it's not the manager's fault. Uh, I don't think he's been... Who's the guy who walked out with Fergie when Fergie left? Uh, David Gill. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's like he's a master mind behind getting well, whatever players man, Fergie he was wanted. A man as well. Yeah. Whereas at the um, the stories of him Woodward, you know, yeah. What's his job title? He's a, is he chairman or uh, chief executive? Yeah, he's a businessman. He he's come over from the other the business side of the company over to the football side to get players mm. because he's very good at one job. But oh, if he's very good at that job, keep him at that job. Yeah. I think bring someone mate, new in. Yeah. About this, he's a United fan. He was saying like Woodward, in terms of his business, is he's unreal. Yeah. Well, well, I think the Glazers buy United for about eight hundred million. They reckon it's worth like four billion now. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so, he's, like, he's oh. managed to sell the like he's quit in. Like he's done his job. Class, to be fair, for what his parameters are. Asian diesel agricultural engine. The there's an official mm. <laughs> Asian diesel agricultural engine of Man United. Like. The rights you must have to pay for that sort of fucking yeah. nonsense. Mm. Like he's clearly a savvy bloke, but he can't buy. Like he shouldn't be in charge of no. buying a, a squad. It's it, it's crazy, mate. The it's, recruitment has been so far behind the other big five clubs in the last six years. It, uh, like, from a Liverpool point of view, like obviously when we dipped and stopped winning things, it's a very slippery slope. Mm. You'll find yourself competing with them top boys for all the good players, then. Start slipping a little bit. Okay, yeah, we'll get yeah. we'll get Lucas Slaver in. That'll steady us. Then we'll be able to build back up to that yeah. higher level. Then you get Aaron Juvarin in, yeah. and then you get Cinnamon Pongal in, and then you like <laughs> you, you get to a point where you're the top of everyone else. Yeah. But just because yeah. you're top of everyone else doesn't mean you're anywhere near that top four. Mm. If you know, well, well so-called like, top four. I know it's like more of a top six now, but country miles behind Liverpool at, yeah. the, at the weekend. You're a point ahead I think of Wolves at the minute. All at, even if they're not got the best players, which they have, they've all got an identity of the way they play football. 
Whereas like Man United, it seems to be like we'll buy some game winners and hope one of them has a good game. You need you need four hundred and twenty yeah. million in the last ten signings. Uh, I think nine or ten, isn't it? Yeah. It's mad. Last, last five windows or something like that. Crazy, and the best one it? was Latan. He was free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, high wages, obviously. I, I I reckon Fellaini's probably been your best signing. I think he's well, been he very good. By, he was signed Moise. by yeah, I think uh, I think he's done really good. I laughed when he signed him. I thought it was hilarious. But, but for someone who will give everything for the club, oh, yeah. it's like when you look at Liverpool's midfield, there's no one in there who's fucking amazing. Like Jordan Henson, Milner, like Kato. I think's got a bit about him. The but important thing is they just try hard. They're the perfect piece of the puzzle. Yeah. They they make sure the people, the so-called special players, the game winners, they make sure they get the ball to them, special players, as much as they can in the game. Yeah. Whereas at the minute, your special players, like Martial, just say, special player, who scores, you can score a worldy goal out of nothing. You've got no one who can win the ball and get it to him. The problem is, so yeah, he's only like getting you need two to turn touches, over the ball quickly and then you've got Smalling who takes five touches on the ball who then gives it to Fellaini who is like effective as he is higher up the pitch cannot play in midfield. Yeah. He takes five touches on it and by this time, Martial's got no... He's got to go past three and score. Against Liverpool the other week, when I saw you play uh, Lukaku up front, I, I thought as well you've got bit. absolutely no chance there. Because yeah. you're going to be pumping the ball up to someone who's got no confidence and against, the best against in the league. Van Dijk, who's in full of confidence mm. and he's one of the best ball winners in the world. Like He's going to get nothing today. Mm. Your only chance was to get Rashford through the middle, mm. I think. It, it's get interesting what you said about how you sort of need to get the ball to your your, your best players. Yeah. And I think Phil Jones stands out for that because every time he gets the ball, he bangs it into the stand but where Pogba's sitting. <laughs> so to be fair, he's doing he's Pogba's doing a good job as well. <laughs> yeah. He's their best player. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly think decent manager and 500... Like, with Liverpool, they couldn't afford to go out and just blow, you know, half a billion uh, to get them back in that title race. But... I think United can do. They've got the financial clout to do that because they're worth so much. They can just spend 500 million. To be fair, if they clear out all the players they don't want, they can probably make 200 million. Mm. I reckon they just, million, two, just go two. out, buy the team you need. and I think just, you're well just away. get them two world-class centre. You think they're front three. Then that's easy. Martial, Rashford. Now, isn't it? Like Martial, Rashford. Who's your other winger? Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. Like You can't tell me that's not as good as Mane, Salah. Firmino on their mm. day, that's as good. So they're only as good as the system they're playing yeah. or, or yeah. how confident they are, aren't they? But whether United can go out and get like these players now, their recruitment like is so far behind. Like City, you've said, his first se- Guardiola's first season at City was like average. To be fair, he's gone. I need three defenders, so he's gone and got Walker, three fifty million pound fullbacks, Danilo, Laporte. Like yeah. Walker's been the best right back in the league yeah. for many years. Like Mendy's proven good player, and they've just walked it. Like I think the only bad signing I can think he's had is the keeper, um, Bravo. He's that that was for different bit, reasons, though. That wasn't it. He's like, a bit dross. Like everyone yeah. else, they've signed has been like top draw. Come in and they just fit the they just fit the puzzle. Same yeah. with Liverpool. To really, I can't think of any bad signings they've made. Jurgen Klopp gave a lot of players a lot of leeway. To be fair, he when he come in, he could have like I know he brought Carrius, but he could have fucked mm. both keepers off after his first season. He could have got rid of a lot of centre halves. He could have could have done a lot. Whereas what he did, he picked his pieces to his puzzle yeah. slowly, gave people the benefit of the doubt. I think if we'd have won the Champions League final, I'd say Carry should still be in goal for us because mm. he'd gone. Oh well, he he can perform in the biggest game. I'm gonna trust him. Yeah. But because what happened happened, I think that was the trigger point where he went. No, like I've given you enough chances now. Yeah. And he's brought well. He has brought well. 
I'll change it United then. They reckon you'll be getting a director of football as part of the re sort of restructure, yeah. and obviously a a, a thought out recruitment process for your manager. Would you yeah. reckon to Solskjaer in the interim? Um, I think I it's f- perfect. I think it's the we were talking about this earlier. Like, I think it's almost like the best of a bad situation because for an interim manager, you're only going to be able to get someone of of a certain amount of quality because everyone who's better than an interim manager has got a job. Yeah. So in getting Solskjaer, you've got someone who necessarily might not be there standard football-wise, but he knows the club, whatever that means. Like he knows, even like if he knows the logistics of the training ground and just all, yeah. all that sort of things. Like it's maybe, familiarity maybe 30%, of it. 40% ahead of someone who hasn't been at United. Um, I think so, one massive bonus straight away it'll get all the fans back on side yeah, and then and with the fans and the manager on side I know you start winning the players back you start getting a couple of good performances I know like, he might not be like Mr Nice Guy but I don't think he's like he's sort of like that um, manager who leads by fear and I think like that might be what sort of sparks the best out of Pogba, Lingard these sorts of players who say this season's gone now lads Re- realistically go out and just like play play football Play football, and you never, you never know. It might just be the thing that clicks them together. But I love Solskjaer when he when he was at United, mate. Because you think of how many how many players, how many strikers these days who start on the bench as often as he did, and would they, ha- be happy to. Yeah, start they the wouldn't be there off. for six months. They'd be, they'd be off. But he always analysed the games when he was a substitute, and the amount of games he affected when it comes on because he'd analyse them. You know, he wouldn't That's be just probably like, what make him really good manager. Yeah, mate. just not doing like a token run up and down the line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But. Um, I don't, I don't know to be honest, but I like him as a person. I like him. You know, when they, they did that interview, didn't he, a few years ago when he was at Cardiff and they said, uh, What do you think about Liverpool's chance really of the league? Couldn't, said, care less. couldn't care less. And that's exactly right. Why should he? So, I had no bearing on his game. Like, is yeah, it? so it'll be interesting, but I quite like it. I, I like the fact that they're, they're not rushing in to getting a manager, but then I think they've almost got to be careful that they don't wait until the start of next season to get one, because then you've got the two, three months it takes them to get Bedroom, their players yeah. in and then it's then it's another another season almost. One thing I thought that was quite coach. weird, the way, uh, obviously, Sack Mourinho put Carrick in charge and then said, oh, in 48 hours we're going to appoint someone yeah. else. I feel that was done because... That was, that was they, another t- Tim Pot thing because they... they really, I don't think they knew who they wanted. Well, they released it by accident as yeah. well, like about yeah. six hours before and it's just Tim Pot. I, like, I think what happened there is they they basically just went, we can't go on with Mourinho. We don't care yeah. who else takes over till the end of the season. Hmm. We just can't have him. Then I imagine they've probably gone to Carrick and said, oh, like, we need you to take the team. It wouldn't surprise me if Carrick just went, like, no, like, I'm more than happy to do anything, hmm. but I don't think this is a job for me. Like Gary Neville, they asked him on Sky Sports, uh, would you be interested in going to the club? Not as manager, but just help out backroom. And he said, absolutely not. Yeah. He says, Man United need to be, have the best of the best hmm. in every job. And he said, I'm nowhere near the best in any job. Prove that, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be a weird season, but I like Solskjaer, so hopefully he does. And I like he does well. Seven, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Last item then. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to throw a little bonus item in as well because oh, okay. I, I, let's let's go through this quickly then. So today we've had um, somebody who's decided to go up the entertainer, buy a drone, and fly it over Gatwick Airport. <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> Well, by the sound of it, it's more than one you'd get from the entertainer. They they keep referring to it as a industrial industrial grade 
uh, drone. Where would one buy an industrial grade drone? You probably get them on Amazon. Can't what you? is one <laughs> used for? TV and stuff. Normally, just looking over your neighbours' yeah, fence, yeah. like in the summer when there's some neighbours' windows. <laughs> oh, getting dressed, are we, Sandra? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Did you get any good pictures of Gatwick today, then, Dad? <laughs> nah, no, I did of Sandra though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, You'd think there'd be something moron, in, in this day and age. There'd be something in like drones haven't just come out about this week. There'd be something in place for this sort it of thing. Took three to net. But they're saying like the reason that that they've not been able to like sort this quicker is because the the technology is in its infancy. Like I can I can set up a geofence like for things like Snapchat filters and whatnot mm. from from my living room. Surely, like an airport could set up a geofence that prevents like non-commercial flights from entering their airspace. Mm. Uh, it, it baffles me that there, there's not like there's technology for you to fly a drone for less than sort of two hundred quid for a decent but like, standard one, but they can't prevent you from flying it by an airport. It's mad. I, mm. I imagine it's just some guy fucking about. Just thought it'd be a laugh. It's inconsiderate, to be fair, for the amount of, oh, what was it, 700, 700 flights, flights. <laughs> just not going anywhere. Like, people could have missed really important things, really. Hmm. But, yeah, like a I, trip to Mauritius for Christmas or something. Yeah. Start imagine there's... No, if you were visiting sports, family sports. at Christmas, that's shit, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I imagine it's all innocent and nothing, nothing, no malice behind it. But with these uh, drones now, have you seen the police, uh, not the police, uh, the firefighters are looking at using them? So when they're tied up in the city, there's a fire on a high floor. They can attach a hose to one, fly it up, and just basically put it into the window, just to like it's safer. Firefighters haven't got to go into burning buildings, things like that, and like really narrow streets that they won't be able to set up their massive ladder for. Like things like that would be perfect for. Mm. And so it proves you can attach anything to these drones and fly it. So I can see why they haven't let any planes go near it. Flying just into in like case. prisons and stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. drop yeah. phones off and whatnot. Yeah, order takeaways. Get your Nando's, yeah. Oh, give me that spicy rice. <laughs> they really. never give you a knife or fork, though, so you're scooping that, mate. Scooping it. Yeah. Straight in. Like, my I'm a celebrity. Scooping it in with your hands. Actually, the last thing I wanted to talk about was reality TV. I know we've all got slightly different opinions of The Apprentice now. Mm. Um, so, like, I know, I think... Me and you have watched all the way through Dan Biles. Yes, we did. I know, I think you give up after a couple of weeks, didn't you, this uh, year, yeah, Jack? Yeah. Dan, did you see any of the Apprentice? I, I only watch it when I'm you guy. By myself, it's a bit of a grind. In a group, it's funny. Yeah. That, that's my I, I think it's jumped the shark for me. I think it's it, it's swung too far into entertainment. Not that I'm, you know, the super savvy businessman, but that's why I enjoyed it, because it was quite interesting, learning little tri- tricks and tips about business, whereas... There's a lot of entertainment on the TV already. I don't know why we feel the need to replicate Not that. Not one of these pricks seem to have a good business plan. Yeah, and it's just it's just edited. In ex- every episode is edited in exactly the same way just to make them look like as fucking big clowns yeah, as yeah. possible. And um, I, I just got a bit a bit bored of it. I, I noticed this season, maybe it's been a, a progressive step, but Alan Sugar's like fucking little put-downs are more and more scripted. It's as yeah. as He's got a team of writers, hasn't he? Comedy yeah. is writing his... What's it's it? The, the the girl who won it, she makes bikinis. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, you said in the yeah. final episode she can make ten a day. What sort of fucking business is that? 
Well, it's you know it's a fine business, but like not oh, not for not for you're attracting that comment, yeah. Yeah, and, well, it's, uh, you know it's it is a business, but does it need two hundred fifty grand worth of investment for somebody who can make ten bikinis in a day? Well, she's trying to upscale. I think was was the the crux mm. of it. It's still it's like, just a bit tin pot. Like plan. come to some, come with him for something better than that. The other one was making fucking milk from nuts in a kitchen. Oh mate, did you hear her numbers? Her num- like well, I, she didn't I, even know them. They're all over the fucking shop. Like yeah, no yeah. supermarket can 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 make any. They have to sell them for about fifteen quid for the price she was going to all sell them for. Yeah. So Joking. a couple of things. That's so eighteen thousand two hundred fifty is how many bikinis she can make a year. Okay, she was selling them for fifty quid a, a bop. So that's ninety one grand a year she can make on Revenue. them. Yeah, that's without that's taking the. She said they were like four hundred percent market was like fifty quid, but ten quid to make because oh. they're reversible. So you take a fifth of that out. So she's looking at about eighty grand. Here's a cost-saving yeah. tip. So there's take the crotch out, less fabric. <laughs> <laughs> Business. Just go on next year and say I've got exactly the same idea as the woman from last year. <laughs> crotchless, but, with, but they're crotchless, and the nips are taken out as well. Hashtag take the crotch out. Poop shoot entrance. <laughs> Flexible poop shoot. But yeah, the the nut milk. So talking from experience of a, working for a company who have launched a nut milk this year. There is no scalability in a drink like that because it's a niche product. And it sounds like semen. Yeah, and <laughs> the amount of like gratuitous sort of sexual in- innuendo she'd like put round the f- put the, tip put round the, the put round the lips. Fucking like <laughs> there's that one picture branding isn't there? and she's got it's like a fucking ball in her mouth and it's covered in oh, semen. Like the branding's always so farcical. Oh, mate. You've got no idea. So they go to like they go to design studios. The, the, those designers fucking comic sans. They must be told like you're not allowed to give them any assistance. You just do. You're literally just your big key. You're just a puppet for that software, basically. <laughs> do, you, do you see the the, the uh, carton? Yes. Oh, it's awful, man. I don't know anyone in that in that position can think. That's okay to and show. They, and they have the, fucking, the nerve to say, well, branding and marketing is my thing. Oh, I'm going to say, mate, yeah, it's getting me angry just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see people come up with ideas that'll save the planet. Go on shows like that. Some Get the professor back. Get the, he was class, he was. He's only made like nail files and stuff, but he could probably do something to get the fucking plastic fucking out of the ocean. Four million pound a year. He was one of the most files. genuine yeah. people on it, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Like he's fucking jumped up cunts who know nothing, just wearing suits and they think they're the dog's he was, bollocks. He was just a bit of a drip inventor type that sort of he was stumbled on something. Yeah, and actually, yeah, he had something. Mm. He's the kind of guy who those sort of programs fit because he's like got sort of like four or five half-baked ideas that somebody who's a businessman could probably round off into well, a business. But That's what it should be, really. It yeah. should be a programme to inspire people who think, oh, I've got, a, I've got a small... I've got an idea. I think I can start my own business. But, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of it. They should, that, they should show that side of it, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah. the one who finished third was like, oh, I want to make a really big cleaning company because I've got a small one mm. and I want to move from Peterborough to London. And it's kind of like, well, why would he want to do that? Yeah. It just doesn't make... And the other guy who was but, doing those revival shots, wasn't he, for, like, oh, after hangovers? These, these yeah. have been, like, accepted, though. So Sir Alan or whoever's, like, seen yeah. that, his business plan, and then accepted it, knowing he would have no fucking interest in it all. Mm. Yeah, so and I he think got to he final five. People. Yeah. He must pick no, people going... So it's pretty much Big Brother, isn't it? They pick personalities out of conflict. Yeah, Good yeah. entertainment, exactly good to it. watch, but... I think that's really sad. Anyone that follows Dan's Twitter will notice that he called him Sir Alan there, but he's normally a big Uncle Al. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to well, fucking... Fucking sugar on Twitter at the minute is just 
absolutely on tilt. He's, he's all over the place, isn't he? he? Yeah, he's just an absolute wildfire. <laughs> he really is. He's he just kind of off at someone that was for being anti-Semitic. Who he was, was defending quote, him. Like, in yeah. quote marks, satirical. I mean, <coughs> sort of getting across uh, tone in the written form of language is is hard. But Especially under forty quote characters. Marks, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you end it with, well, it's, the 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 tweet was directly quoting someone else. You could see it was quoted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just he should just lay off it a little bit. Yeah. Really. I mean, he's got he's got enough money to just not be on Twitter getting offended, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And maybe, he's maybe fucking that, balls sucked by everyone. So wanted. much money that that's what he needs to feel alive. Mm-hmm. Mate, a couple of tug jobs, he'll be fucking right as range. Come on. Let's fix you, wanks. <laughs> Trigger of the week. Okay then, boys. Rate and slate. We've had six months to think of something, so I hope we've got something useful. Dan Vaughan, shall we start with your rate? My first rate is uh, tomorrow. Get to break up December, Christmas. Plenty of alcohol, plenty of fatty food. No exercise. I've, be got, I've got at least seven days on the bounce where I'm going out now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got to try and work a hangover into the next 10 days somehow. <laughs> but I'm, I just haven't got time for it. Just keep it going, mate. Just yeah. keep the dream alive. Well, they've sold over a million units of this hangover cure on uh, the horrendous. <laughs> so, uh, get just, stay, there, just stay pissed. I've, no hangover. I've knocked booze on the head at the minute, so I should be spending Christmas sober for the first time in quite a while. Have one for me, lads. That's, that's my slate. I'm being sober <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> Right, uh, rates, boys, anymore? Yeah, so I've, I was alerted to this chap on Twitter called Ian Power. Uh, a little plug for him, at IH Power. He's basically he's just a real treat for pun and clever joke fans. He's Getting on him now. He pings out quite a few every day, and uh, presumably he's not in full-time employment because of the amount that he, he churns out, but... Like a couple of a couple of my favourites, just to give you a, a taste of what he's all about. Uh, always eat the crusts. Great advice when eating bread. Terrible advice when having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Watching porn can give kids a very unrealistic view of sex. I, for instance, have always regretted becoming a washing machine repairman. <laughs> <laughs> my Native American puns are going for a patchy spell at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, uh, not much is known about Mr. T's brother, E. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's well worth a follow. And, uh, he's my my rate for this week. Steady. Nice touch. Jack. Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, good shape. Superb. I don't play over the last maybe four or five years. I've only really played FIFA. And I don't know when GTA 5 came out, maybe three, four years ago, was that? Probably longer than that, I think. Yeah, five years ago, something like that. And that was all right. But um, as far as computer games go, I don't know if a story mode gets much better than uh, Red I'd Dead Redemption 2. the best game in the world. I think it, they, they um, cast something like 900 people, wow. which is, which is wow. like, like much more than a lot of feature films do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, like in, in GTA, you'd see the same person. Yeah. 10 times across yeah. the map or whatever each uh, the NPC is it? yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, unique and have oh, their own own uh, dialect their own uh, mannerisms exactly yeah so and just like 
like I, I give it a good like I was playing it pretty pretty solidly and it still took me weeks and weeks to finish I yeah. thought it was amazing man but I've still got bits to finish on it I just it's thought... all, all the little touches as well like just when you're riding your horse if the guy you're talking to is next to you he talks normally yeah if you if you ride away from him he shouts yeah so that means everything they've recorded they've had to record yeah speaking mm. shouting yeah like, it, it's crazy the spy- I got the Spider-Man game as well to be fair uh, just before it and that's different if your his dialogue changes when he's Swinging to when he's walking, yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen that. Um, It's unreal. It's crazy, man. So yeah, I just thought it was it was an amazing game. We haven't talked about it on the podcast, but they've even got a guy whose job it was to make sure that the balls hang lower on the horses when the weather is hot. (laughs) Like that level of detail. Like that's been on a pin board somewhere for somebody's a job to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And actually, as a branch off this, another another rate is the uh, Dirty Arty series on uh, Top Shape on YouTube, which is just these two two blokes. <laughs> playing Arthur, but as an yeah. absolute cretin. <laughs> so um, that's worth a watch. I just type "dirty arty" into into YouTube. I'm uh, I've still got all that to look forward to because, funnily enough, my rate is also like a YouTube channel I've been keeping up with. It's a guy called Air Force Proud ninety five, and he basically plays flight simulator games. Oh, I think I've seen. I've him. seen this guy. Yeah. yeah, he's he's amazing. He like he does it so from all angles. So he'll do it as a professional control tower guy. Uh, and he'll sort of like, oh, and there's a 747 just buzzed the tower there. And then he sort of said, I'm going to be reporting you to the FIA authorities. <laughs> Could you take this number down for me? Like talking to them as if they're real pilots. <laughs> then he'll go and like do flybys and formations and different things as well. Um, but just the way sort of when he plays it straight as if he's like a real person. Um, and like when other people are talking to him, he's like, oh, can you please like take your mic out of your mouth, please? Before you talk to me, <laughs> otherwise I'll have to. I don't get it. As put your stands for a citation. Have flight sims become like multiplayer, open world, online like service. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the looks of it, like so, like he'll be playing, then all of a sudden someone will join the channel and start playing. And so I've just spawned in like a seven four seven, like twenty minutes away from San Fran Airport. Um, can you give me clearance to land? And he's like, oh, as you would know from your flight training, sir, you don't need to radio me until you're five minutes away. <laughs> but as on this occasion, you've done it incorrectly, I will tell you that runway 27 right will be free for your landing. <laughs> and then he goes, and I will be judging your landing. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the like, bit where uh, a guy drives a hot air balloon. That's yeah. one of his landing scripts. And there's everywhere. a hot air balloon traveling 500 knots there. <laughs> <laughs> just he just makes comments. And goes, oh, and there's like a there's a Cessna 150 just eating shit just off the right runway. <laughs> it's brilliant. And like people will be like, kids will be joining the session and saying, oh, I'm just flying from there. He goes, oh, that sounds like a personal problem. I'm going to need you to blog that for me. <laughs> and to, and also like anytime anybody asks for any advice on how to do something, he's like, oh yeah, all you need to do there, sir, is uh, press Alt and F4, and it will take you to the uh, back to RuneScape. <laughs> this guy is. Uh, is- infiltrated your dialect recently yeah he has massively it now now makes sense (laughs) I have been telling Leanne at home to blog it quite a lot which she's been finding very very (laughs) upsetting Um, Dan shall we start with your slate Dan Vaughan fat ball bunch of bastards so we call it fat ball don't we we call it fat ball but it's called man v fat you'll see them limited splayed all over Facebook advertising for their leagues conning people up and down the country so to their, well, to our credit. Do we need to explain the premise of what it is a yeah. bit better first? Go on then. So it's like, uh, the best way to say it's, it's like Weight Watchers, but you play football as well. 
So the the, it's the, like the slimming uh, world without Brenda judging you because you've lost more weight than her. <laughs> so you you play you play games and, and score goals as normal, but you get extra goals Dave for your team. The more if you the more weight you lose. Um, so that's the the premise of it, which I actually think is quite strong. Yeah. So you if have implemented a weight correctly, league, you have a football league, then you have a combined league, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. And to to our credit, I think we're all lighter than the start of the season. I've had a good couple of weeks, mate. But that's mm. almost certainly to our credit, not to theirs. <laughs> oh, literally, they've done nothing. Like, uh, like literally, we've gone in with ri- like three meals in our books of pies, and they've gone, yeah, that that looks pretty good this week. And you kind of wonder, like, why bother paying lip service to it? You might as well just say, oh, there'll be a guy there just to call you fat. Basically, just sort of like just. Pay your lip service. Yeah, it's almost like it's his job to record your weight, and that's it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind so much if, like, if he's not a dietary expert. I don't really mind that, but it's just the way they perceive it is. Oh, you'll get like top-notch dieting advice. Mm. Like I had like quite a good diet. Like I had like pretty much the same thing all week, and I was thought he might say, "Oh well, swap this for this. Try this instead. Yeah. Or oh, do it at this time instead." She was like, "Oh, that's that's good." Yeah, less mayonnaise. He's like fucking cheers. Yeah, it's just, eat less bacon it's just and exercise more. Yeah, and it's like, like the like how many weeks do we play with a flat ball? Fourteen of fourteen. Yeah, well, it's a joke, no, man. because the ball jacks left in my car. We've played with that for the last four weeks. Mm. It's just farcical, man. So like, how many injuries you know that have happened with the you know someone just get injured with the flat ball and you do someone kicking you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've we've put a complaint in, haven't we? Like, let's let's all be honest. That's probably going to be all our slates this week, isn't it? Because oh, we've just come to the end of the we season. We discussed it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're, we've, we've got a synergy on this. So, I worked out that it's cost me £110 for 14 weeks worth of football. That works out about eight quid a week. And it was, we're playing up 28 minutes 28 minutes. With Not even an hour. A team of six. Like, well, six or six. Up, up to ten, ten, didn't they? Up to ten, yeah. So, you look like... You're struggling to get 28. You're getting about 18 minutes. Yeah. When you put that in context, that we play on a Friday night for an hour for £3... Four pound if prize there. Yeah, well, got to pay his wages, aren't we? <laughs> uh, but if you put it in context, that you get twice as much football, a better standard. Like you probably lose more weight playing there than oh, you would without have football anyway. It's 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 crazy. It's just they they just they're just prying on people who are just like, oh yeah, I'll do it because I lose weight. But it's like you could tell that the the majority of their subscribers are. Lonely fat people. <laughs> well, I was, was going to say compliant and like aren't going to upset the apple cart because three of us had a Twitter dispute with them this week and they were replying at 2am in the morning. Like, I don't know any other customer service that yeah. is just batting, trying to bat away criticism at 2am in the morning. Like it was, it was ridiculous because whatever we came up with, they had an answer for yeah. without even like understanding the question. So... I think the first question you put to them, Dan, was to do with the um, the payment structure um, because you basically played one season and they'd taken another £25 out and then they give you like a very generic stock answer as to over the course of a year, it works out £6 a week. You're like, well, I've played for 14 weeks, I'm not coming back, so what relevance is that to me? Yeah, on, on £28 out of pocket. It, also as well, one thing we haven't really spoke too much about is the week where we were told that we wouldn't be able to play again the following season because we're putting off other people joining which I've I've spoke to central office whatever they call themselves 
and that's being looked into and we would have no we will get a reply on that yesterday. So like, we'll oh, see when that actually turns up. It's like, oh well you're you're good at football, so you can't play again. But, but that we wasn't the goal. It loss. was like we were losing weight, so it's like, oh well you're doing too well. So mm. like if it's working, keep it like do it. I reckon we, we could tail this because we're just going to end up angry and then not funny for the rest of the episode. <laughs> but talk for yourself, mate. <laughs> I think ultimately we've all slated them, so we all get a point for this one. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. And just whatever you do, don't join it. If you want to do something, do something with your mates. We're setting one up called Dan V's Fat. <laughs> it was meant to be called Dan versus Fat because Dan Biles was setting it up, but then we realised when it was written down, it was actually Dan V's Fat. <laughs> So, Dan V's fat will be on probably a Thursday night. It's going to have the apostrophe. Uh, absolutely on a Thursday night. We're going to buy an apostrophe for the title. We're going to have it off Heidi. Check, We're going to use check. their logo. Checking into the cage is allowed as well. Yeah, yeah checking will checks. be Dan's favourite move no, will be allowed. In. You will be able to Play-Doh people through the, <laughs> through the gaps on the, the fence. fence. And make people's belly look like waffles. Up the blues. Go on, you blues. Fuck man V fat. So this is a new segment and uh, I'm introducing it because Mr. Vaughan's going to be uh, going to be taking part in it. Hello. Uh basically the premise is I'm going to read out roughly 20 people and you're going to tell me if they're a shithead or not. No sound effect jack. That's a squeak head. Is that part of the trumpet fanfare from the <laughs> intro? A leftover one. So yeah, 20 names. And you're going to tell me whether you think they're a shithead or not. With it being 20, do you just want me to just be top line then or go into it at all? Uh, or can, well, just, uh, just move it along. Let's go straight in. If there's any you're unsure of who they are, you can say clue. And I'll, uh, <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a couple of couple of hints as to who they are. Okay, let's do it. So let's begin at the beginning then. Gary Lineker. He was my boyhood hero, mate. He's he's not a shithead. I had his I had his uh, coaching book when I was a kid. Fair enough. Yeah, I like shit on floor, but not shithead. Yeah, not shit, shit on pitch. <laughs> <laughs> good, but not not this, on head. This is already a good segment. <laughs> Gary Barlow, uh, indifferent, mate. I've got no real opinion of him. He's just like he's like wallpaper, isn't he? He's that just he's there. <laughs> only only one drop as well, isn't he? Yeah, no, just nothing. Is there like a nothing head? Yeah, yeah, that's... You just don't not think, a shit You don't think he's a shit Yeah, well, he's a tax dodger a bit, isn't he? But then I suppose if... That was one of my uh, one of my clues, in case you didn't know... All right. <laughs> I didn't know who Gary Barlow was. <laughs> was <laughs> you don't have much faith in me, do you? Take that. Tory. <laughs> bought a house in Shrewsbury. <laughs> tax evader. They were, your, they were your four. So not a shit head for Gary Barlow. Nah, not, not quite. Not quite. Ken Barlow. <laughs> top shagger <laughs> he is a top shagger for his age you know we all want to be a bit like Ken Barlow when he's older still got blonde hair hasn't he <laughs> the only thing is wasn't wasn't he a bit of a nonce though or is that just allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> okay. okay he's not a nonce then for the sake of he's, sorry he's not a shithead for the sake that he isn't a nonce but if he turns out to be one a nonce in character or <laughs> a nonce in real life in real life that's, that's a touchy fucking storyline yeah. that is <laughs> Are you getting that past the editor? We're thinking of making... That's literally a touchy storyline. <laughs> and a bit feely. So, Ken, Ken Barlow, not, not a shit. N- if he's not done anything illegal, then no, he's all right. So, 
hypothetically, if he had not sent kids up, he'd be a shithead. He's definitely a shithead. Ken Barlow's a shithead. There you go. <laughs> Human Ken doll. <laughs> oh, that guy who looks like a Ken doll. Yeah, he's had all that plastic suit. Oh, was he in Big he Brother in Big as well? Brother, yeah. He got kicked out of that. Like, obviously, the missus was watching that for a bit. So he got kicked out for... <laughs> Doth protest him. Saying something. He got kicked out for saying something in there, didn't he? Which was a bit know, homophobic know, or just, racist. So yeah, he's a yeah, shithead because he got kicked out for being a dick. So human Ken doll shithead. Yeah. I think we need like... A, plastic you need head. A, you need a buzzer that just goes like, shithead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Post-production. Uh, or anytime Kev puts them in, you can do that same okay. sound. So, human Ken doll. Shithead. I don't know why I slapped my leg. <laughs> we'll put an effect on that. <laughs> on your leg? <laughs> yeah, both. Dolly Parton. Um, nah, she's got a few choice political views. She's got a couple of them. She's if you some... want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. That's true. You know which philosopher said that? Dolly Parton. Have you seen doors, right? Nah, she's alright. She's alright. Okay, I struggled with uh, with a, a link for this. It's a Randy Orton. Randy. It's like Parton, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's alright, isn't he? He's, he played a good character. I haven't watched wrestling for a few years, I don't know what he's been up to, but he used to play a good character. He's a good villain. That he's still he? playing that one character now. Is he? The Apex the guy. He does nothing. His finish is good, I think. What's his finish here? Out of nowhere. RKO. Straight out of nowhere. Rush out of nowhere. So, nah, not a shit. Nah, he's, he's top. Randy Moss? Randy Moss. He played He played a season with the Niners, so I can't really... He also went to prison for drug abuse and smacking his missus up. Oh, he's a shithead then. I didn't know that. <laughs> good man. Smack my bitch up! Randy Moss. Oh, we'll just, we'll just copy and paste. Oh, right. <laughs> Leanne Moss. Doesn't exist anymore. Form, Good shout. Formerly Moss. <laughs> Mother of I'm your not, child. Not, yeah, I'm not putting that Children. In. I'm not putting her in anyway. Does she listen to this? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Fucking coward. <laughs> Leanne Rhymes. To be fair, Coyote Ugly is a fucking top film. She ain't going in. Ain't That's going all in. she did though, isn't it really? One Just film, one song. How do I live? Oh, two songs then. And, but it doesn't know, does it? Doesn't know, does it? Doesn't. It doesn't. Leanne doesn't rhyme. No, it doesn't. Have a go. <laughs> so not shithead. Not shithead, no. It's a stand-up bunch of guys you've got in so far. Grimes. Grimes? Yes. Which one? So she's a singer and she's Elon Musk's current squeeze. I don't know what to make of that guy. It's a boy He's a fucking lizard, isn't he? He's a weird, weird chap, isn't he? Mm. Like he posts on Twitter, send me your dankest memes. And he's meant to be like <laughs> like the Steve Jobs of cars. Did you yeah. see him on uh, Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan smoking, smoking a doob? It was the first that, time. No. Is that, so is this a spliff? And he just fucking drags it back, <laughs> but he just puffs it straight back out. Like, it's done nothing, mate. Yeah. Like, you do nothing. Rogan's just fucking winding him up like, you've got shareholders, do I have a problem with this? So it's legal, right? Just fucking has a go on it. Yeah, so no no opinion of um, Grimace or whatever you call it. Isn't that the purple, the purple flamboyant, one, yeah. Bonham McDonald's flamboyant purple friend? <laughs> so again, I, I struggled with uh, with a link from Grimes. So, uh, Should have gone for Grimace. I've got a whole bit on him. <laughs> I'll write that next time. He's in an advert with Donald Trump, Grimace was. Ke- Kevin MacLeod. Kevin MacLeod. It's a bit grimy when, when it's cloudy, isn't it? <laughs> He's Grand Designs presenter. Stretch. 
I'll no opinion of him, mate. I, I, I don't really watch. Who much. are these? Is he the guy with like the, the dark long hair and sort of like he's a bit? Nah, nah. He's got Lawrence Llewellyn Boyd in it. Baldwin always tells people that their projects like, could have been done better. I think he's a shithead. Okay, if Jack thinks he's a shithead, I do. He's a total shithead. Okay, Kevin Bacon. Um, he's a shithead just because he's milking the EE for as much as he can get. He's kind of like massively devalued his stock as an actor. He's footloose. He was in Footloose. Yeah, <laughs> and every E he had for the last I know this years. guy. And his his hair is clearly painted with creosote these days. <laughs> <laughs> so, by definition, then he's a shithead. Kevin Bacon, <laughs> shithead. Because he's got shit on his head. Richard Bacon. I like Richard Bacon. I think he's... He had a ropey time with Blue Peter, didn't he? He had, he, he had the, the drug scandal and he had to, like, get chipped off sniff. there. Um, but he seems relatively level-headed. Mm. I think occasionally he comes out with the odd thing, which is a bit... He nearly died recently. Yeah, he did. He had pneumonia, didn't he? He was in hospital. Yeah, and he's been really sort of... He was in a coma? Yeah. No, I think he's all right. Richard III. Richard III. Was he the one buried under the car park? Dead, dead King, Leicester Car Park. They were my notes for he's, I'm not. I'm not going to put him down anymore. He's, he's obviously had a tough life where, and, and death if he's been living under a car. Like, to be fair... Living in Coventry is bad enough, whether you're dead or alive. So being under a car park in Coventry... He was in Leicester. Was it Leicester, was it? Yeah, yeah. Mm, Shit not head. much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw him in, throw him in. Fuck so him. Richard III's a yeah, shithead. Yeah, fuck him in, throw him in, man. The super vet. The super... He's class, he puts cats on wheels. I met he him. He ain't coming out. You've met him? We did Just a, played a gig for him. We played him. a festival for him, yeah, he's a top bloke, to be fair. I pissed him off the end because I was like proper pissed off. And I was like giving him <laughs> trending on his but, broken leg. Yeah, he had a broken leg at the time. Um, <laughs> Did he have any like special gadgets it's... on it? <laughs> no, no, no one was there to save him. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? Sad, isn't it? And for that reason, he's not a shithead. <laughs> no, he's a top bloke, honestly. I can vouch for that. Super vet, cool. Superman. Which one? Pants on outside. Not the one in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about, um, what's his name? Um, the guy who played him in the TV no, series, because he went a bit mental, didn't he? The character. <laughs> the actual cant. Like, like we did with Ken Barlow. I can't remember his name now. Uh, Dwayne, no, I can't think. He'll come back to me. Um, as, a, as a human, or non-human, because he's from Krypton. Um, <laughs> as a Krypton. As a Kryptite. <laughs> as a cripple. <laughs> Christopher Reeve was a good cripple. <laughs> as a Kryptonian. He's, he's sound, and he? He's, you know, he's done a lot for the Earth. Okay. So, Superman, no. Dean, his name was. Dean somebody who's the guy who played Saunders. Google it. Google it. It'd be worth it. Superman, not a shit. It'll be there. Nah. Guy Ritchie. I'm not really into his sort of films. They, they kind of appeal to the mass sort of knobhead market, <laughs> in a way. Like, there's only so many times you want to watch Snatch and Layer Cake, where some people put it on every weekend before they go out for a, you know, ten stellars and a fight. But, you know, he's, there's a place for him. He married Madonna as well and somebody had to. So, so tough not, one for the team, hasn't he? Not shithead. Has he done anything I don't know about, mate? Has he, like, raped a peacock or something? Yeah. <laughs> if he it's has, then he's a shithead. He's, most of his films are visual rape. <laughs> it's all right in a film, though, because it's like... There's no, people. No, it feels like I'm being raped when I watch <laughs> Oh, your eyes? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm passive-aggressively sorry for you. Sorry for you. But again, you know, offences your problem so we're not we're not putting him in no not unless it turns out he's done something bad Guy Ritchie gets off the hook Guy Martin 
The football commentator. No, no, the motorbike, Motor TT. He was in the news this week because he's uh, he was lying about having an Irish driver's license. Why would you lie about that? Fuck knows. <laughs> I think Throw you try and that. get a license. That means you cannot drive pissed or something. <laughs> Guinness trucks. <laughs> to be sure. <laughs> pretty sure he has enough money just to fucking take a test. Or, or get an Uber. He What's winds, the Irish he, Uber? He winds me up a little bit. Expand. I just on. think like he, he he's just a fucking adult virgin, isn't he? <laughs> that, that's who strikes me as a fucking adult virgin. Dean Kane was the guy who played Superman, I just thought. Talking of adult virgins. <laughs> And obviously, um, the last... Oh, I'm going to forget the other one, though. Lois Lane was played by um, the one who was in the Housewives one in America. Oh, I don't know. I hate it when, like, just something comes to my head. This is Google it. This is... It'll be there if you Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Adult virgin. Adult virgin. Shit Certified shithead. Oh? Doesn't like yeah. football. Doesn't like football. Fact. It's a guy, Martin. Shithead. Virgin. Martin Roberts. Martin Roberts. It's the second reference to Holmes Under the Hammer. N- no idea. He's a Holmes Under the Hammer presenter, Campus Christmas. Oh, he was, on, was, he was in I, the jungle. He was the one, I think, year. who I th- thought the other guy was, I think. <laughs> <This is laughs> you know, the other, the other development show person you were about, Just. Yes, Grand Designs, man. Yeah, he's not, basically, he's the guy who isn't Dion Dublin on that programme. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just seems like a bit of a dick. Shit, uh, Throw him in. So Martin Roberts, shithead. Robert Downey Jr., last one. Oh, he's very shitheady, but then, like, he's, again, he's, he, I'd put him on par with, um, I can't think of anyone's name tonight, it's brilliant, um, Johnny Depp. Yeah. He's that kind dead. of guy. He was a bit, like, seems you like a bit of a dickhead. can't make his mind up for him. <laughs> i tell you what, Dan, you read them out to yourself next week. <laughs> this is basically just me, me getting stuff off my chest this evening. <laughs> For years, if, or 40s, I couldn't. If you think he's a shithead, mate, we'll put him in. I don't know. <laughs> used to be a shithead. Maybe. Less Terry Hatcher was Lois Lane in Superman. <laughs> it just can drive me mad otherwise. Yeah, so, yeah, they're all shitheads, mate. Throw them all, all in. All of them. Liam <laughs> <laughs> Got her like in. Said, she's, not, she's, not, she's not here, is she? She's not real anymore. <laughs> she's not a real person. Oh, thanks for indulging in that. No problem. Takes me. <laughs> it's been far too long since we've heard that. So much doom. <laughs> <laughs> Just swilling down Just that plug Unnecessarily hole. long drop. <laughs> the toilet, yeah. <laughs> we've got ourselves a breaker. <laughs> right, boys, is there anything we're going to be plugging for the Christmas period? Well... Hopefully we've made it into your devices via the normal means, but we were, we're now hosted by Anchor.fm. Not the butter people. Not the butter people. The, the podcast people that let us host shit for free, so we don't actually need a proper sponsor. Spread We'd still like one, though, if anyone wants to like give us some one, money for this shit. We don't need you. Just remember that. We Fat don't slag. need you. Fat bitch. <laughs> what it costs us doesn't even make a fucking dent anyway. <laughs> Backing up that fucking Brinks truck. We, we break even just, just right on this free free platform. It's great. <laughs> uh, my, so, yeah, that's, that's one of our plugs. Uh, I've also got Shropshire Wrestling Alliance to plug. 
Soir. 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 Who's your best wrestler, Dan? Uh, Chris Masters. We've got a guy called Chris Ridgeway, who's uh, our current champion. You're supposed to say they're all great, mate. <laughs> they are all great, to be fair. Who's why the worst one say, then? Why Who's the worst why one? Why you say that then? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst one then, Dan? The Who's the worst, worst wrestler? Oh, that's a tough one. Nah, that, that really shit guy, what's his name? What was the one you were telling us back before? That, that really shit one. <laughs> Doesn't even have to do a headlock. The one who keeps botching. What's his name? Rest holds. <laughs> Tons of rest, yeah. That, that's his wrestling name. Doesn't rest sell. Rest holds. Fucking Randy Orton. Shit Sandbag. <laughs> Get dropped on your head though, mate. You sandbag getting dropped on your head. So, yeah. We've got... So what was his name, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. He wears the tights, doesn't he? The little he pants. The tights, yeah. Wrestles in front of a curtain. Hey, we had a video <laughs> wall at, at our last show. Look, I'm looking forward to the next legit. one. I want to come home. So we've got yeah. two shows in one day. <laughs> and, and go to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you can just wait ten minutes, mate. As long as I'm in the first four rows, I'll be able to hit the ring. <laughs> <laughs> that's his motto. That is. <laughs> <laughs> like stream, is it? A Japanese show. <laughs> like that part <laughs> But yeah, we've got two shows in one day. So Saturday the 16th of February. So, oh, uh, birthday week, huh? Is that job again and looking on her? I don't know, mate. <laughs> it's undecided. But 14 quid for adult wristbands, that gets you into two shows. Do you get any drinks for that? No, no drinks. I'm no afraid. drinks. 10 quid for kids. Any- I thought you were going to say for drinks, and I was going <laughs> I'm going to get pre-tanked. Uh, 8 quid for individual tickets, so you can do you can do e- like either the afternoon or the night show. Are they on the same day, did you Same say? day, yeah. yes. Uh, there's family discounts available. All tickets can be bought from shropshirewrestling.co.uk. Any pigs in blankets? No. Any well, un- can I bring some, though? You can bring some. Any unprotected Just, yeah. headshots uh, with a steel chair? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I want blood. <laughs> they they do still happen outside. Oh, do they? I was, yeah. at, I was at a show two Fridays ago, and someone got concussed a fuck. Did you see the guy who threw a cinder block at the back of someone's head? Yeah, that was fucking They stupid. need to stop shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Because next week they have to top that. Cause, so cause they need Mexico. to throw two cinder blocks at the back of his head. <laughs> Block and half. At the front of his head. Yeah, because Mexico, really. <laughs> fucking shit, mate. Who else? Plug I've got nothing to plug, plug. mate. I've got one more, but I don't want to be greedy so Jack can go. I'm going to plug um, coffeefolk.co.uk. A branding I did some from a friend of mine who roast coffee. I wasn't particularly into coffees until. How'd you take the piss out of coffee? Until until go on. Oh, <laughs> matter. I, I, like I, I, I was line. winning. I was winning there, but you've you've sandbagged me. Good fuck's sake. <laughs> you said he roasts coffee. You get ah, it? nice one. Um, <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> Stick it in a blog. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's actually it's actually just really good. So click on it. I can confirm this as well. I had a. And yeah. a batch of the Handsome Devils. Oh, yeah, we did a collaboration. Yeah, plugged that Handsome Devils. It had hair in it. That's how you filter coffee. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's uh, it's all roasted in Shropshire locally, and it's just fucking tasty as fox. Click on it. A bit like the Father Fans team, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that gets a laugh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> timing in it, timing comedies. Boom. What was the taco you mentioned earlier? Oh, so I did. Uh, I did some more branding for a for a girl who's who's starting like a street food van that does tacos. Taco dirty to me, mm-hmm. but uh, so <laughs> it's not really. It's not really as far along as, as Coffee Focus. There's nothing. There's nothing to click on as of yet. Soon, but the branding's fucking ace. So you know, peep that when it happens. 
Superb. Yeah. I'd like to plug Man vs. Fat. If you've got um, £110 in your account, burning a <laughs> hole in your pocket, <laughs> and want fuck all for it, they're the guys to go and see. They are right when they and say you're And they'll even tell lose. you you're wrong when you're right. <laughs> they are right when you'll they lose say you'll lose plenty of pounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lost £110. I'm going to put two stone on. Kevin and I are uh, in the process of recording a, a sister podcast on the on the Dunawood Productions Network. <laughs> on the label. So uh, it's called Podcast Zeus and it's sort of giving our take and our, our favourite parts of each of the 54 episodes of Peep Show. So we've given ourselves more than a year's worth of work to do. <laughs> It'd be nice to get the boys on as well for the episodes that they've seen and that they enjoy. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen all of it. I'd, Beautiful. Oh, I'd probably try and invite yourself it, now. Oh. It's one of those well, things I, could, I can never pick out... You know, with The Office, I can remember, like, every episode sort of yeah. like, start to end. It's one of those things I can't pick out the timeline as easy for whatever reason, I don't know. It's probably because yeah. I think it's, like, 54 episodes, is it? Which is, like, The Office yeah. is, like, just 12 or whatever, yeah, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's far yeah. more condensed. Yeah, and there's a lot more in The Office. Like, as much as I like Peep Show, The Office is, like, every couple of minutes there's something, isn't there? Yeah. Each episode. But we've, we've recorded one already and we struggled to like struggled to reduce the amount that we were going to put in and that's off, yeah. off episode one like it was <laughs> oh shit there is actually like it's infinitely quotable yeah there is a, there's a lot more than you remember to be fair i thought we'd struggle for the first few episodes while it was building but there is quite a bit in it isn't there so yeah if you're a fan of peep show or just like the sound of our voices hi mom uh keep an eye out for for when podcast zeus drops early in the new, new year, year hopefully mate yeah yeah depends click on it if we if, if we properly get knuckles deep into series two of <laughs> Dunno What, we might have to put podcast Zeus on the back burner a little bit, but we'll uh, we'll get we'll get mm-hmm. it recorded. We'll try anyway. We'll be like Norwich. None you of you know. fucking own us. Exactly. Like, no. And we're doing this all for free. That's it. Norwich know they're not going to win the league, but they still turn up every week, don't they? <laughs> fucking it. idiots. Decent <laughs> bath. Why wouldn't you turn up? <laughs> Had me dick out. Is that bath. your plug then, Dan? Norwich's bath. The plug in Norwich's bath. Because <laughs> <laughs> it allowed it to fill. So we could do backstroke. What a bath. Superb. I was Hyde Grand Holt. Christmas specials. I'd like to see. I'd like to see. Right then, to add a little bit of a Christmas feel to the podcast and just spread a bit of Christmas cheer, we're going to do a bit of a mashup between a couple of things. And I, what this week. I want us to look at Christmas specials because this time of year, you know, we've all seen them. Um, we had the Office Christmas special. Only Fools and Horses used to get Christmas specials. It's a staple of the uh, Christmas period, isn't it? But this year, I want to hear what you would like to see in a Christmas special. So, would you like an example, or would you just want to fire off? Yeah, give us give us a flavour. Okay, so Celebrity Hunted with Madeline McCann. <laughs> <laughs> just. I might as well drop mine in there. Mine was A Place in the Sun with Madeline McCann. Uh, I've got one. It's called uh, Cash in the Attic with Anne Frank. <laughs> you fucker. Ash, we thought Ash Wood. in the Attic might be more. more Wood Watch. Uh, embarrassing Bodies with Harold Shipman. Starring a reasonably priced car with Princess Diana. <laughs> Blind Date with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are with Tommy Robinson? <laughs> location, location, location with Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> First dates with Jack the Ripper. <laughs> if you don't pay, we'll take it away with Mike Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one's 
just Jim will fix it with Jimmy Savile. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to see that. <laughs> the Great British Bake Off with Seth Rogen. <laughs> and Frank would win for that one as well. <laughs> Pointless with Denzo FC. <laughs> and also Pointless Celebrities with Katie Price. Loose Women with Katie Price as well. Supermarket Sweep with Renona Ryder. But if we couldn't get her, then Anthony Wild Thompson. <laughs> A little tea leaf man nicking cheese and ting <laughs> and the other off the dome I think that's pretty good got uh, a good list there pretty comprehensive tweet us tweet us your own the yeah. best one hashtag, wins for call hashtag what was the draw Christmas specials I'd like to see that's too long uh, hashtag hashtag we'd like to see or just fucking hashtag don't know what and then bang hashtag on don't know what will do yeah, yeah hashtag us. don't know what at Dunno what? At Dunno what? Let us know what. And the best one next week will. They'll get nothing. Not get anything, but we might read it out. Write, mm. write your best one on a bit of paper, put it in any bin, and it'll get to us. If you haven't got any paper, stick it on your computer on a Word document and then press Alt and F4. <laughs> and that'll get to us as well. And shove the mouse up your ass. Right then, that's uh, us for this week. So, hour and 24, we're happy with that. Yeah, that's For a Christmas minute. special. Yeah, mm-hmm. any feedback, send it through the normal channels. Again, we won't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'd be nice to hear from everything. people. You know, it gets lonely in the week sometimes. I don't know. I think we do this for our enjoyment, not for anyone else's. Don't I say that what? There's something about smoked cheese that really makes my dick stand on end. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. I'm fucking sorry, I'm laughing already. (laughs) (laughs) Leave that in. Leave that in. There's something about smoked cheese that really makes my dick stand on end. <laughs> <laughs> I think just we get into it a few times, we'll pick the best one. Yes. What? Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> serious <laughs> about saying, mate? You fucking know this. So, a bit more passion. Oh, what do you mean? Just give it a bit of oomph. Guide me here. Um, passion. 20 more, 20 more percent passion and 15 percent more sleaze. That's the winning formula. Yeah, they literally do it like partridge. 10 percent more enunciation. <laughs>